0: Welcome to Faith Over Breakfast. My name is Eric Siepen. I am one of the hosts of Faith Over Breakfast, along with Andy Littleton. Both of us are taking some extended sabbatical this summer, so the following podcasts are the highlights or lowlights of Faith Over Breakfast. We're hoping to bring forward some of our many episodes that you might have forgotten about and would enjoy or have never heard. So, over the next two months, I encourage you to explore and find out all about Faith Over Breakfast by listening to our summer series replay of the best and worst of Faith Over Breakfast. Welcome to Faith Over Breakfast. You are listening to a podcast by Pastor Eric Seepin and Pastor Andy Littleton. If you enjoy Faith Over Breakfast, we encourage you to rate it on the Apple Podcast app, on Spotify, or Google Play. Thank you, and enjoy the podcast. Oh, well, welcome to Faith Over Breakfast. My name is Eric Seepin, I'm pastor of the Village Church, and across from me is Andy Littleton, and he is pastor of Mission Church. We pastor with a lot of other pastors, so just to make clear, we're not claiming to be the only ones. No. Um, but that's, we, we actually did two podcasts in a row, maybe even three. <laughs> So that's pretty great for me, as yeah. those of you who got to hear our conversations. Um, which I
1: have heard a couple of people say that was so great and I still I'm still baffled by it. But
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, cool. Yeah. Glad you like to hear us
0: work it out. Argue. They like to hear, hear <laughs> they like to know that people have relationships that are sure. forced to be worked out. Anyway, we just talked about how we got into ministry, a little bit Why? of call, um, maybe miserable days. Yeah. Uh, for uh, for my son. Yeah. <laughs> and your daughter. Yeah. As Their computers malfunction. <laughs> Technology man. So enjoy. Thanks yeah. for spending time with us. Thank you. Check, check, check. Chuck. Oh hey. What's up? Hey Andy, good to see you. Thank you. Came Russian over here? Yeah. I am mean, not Russian, but You're not Russian. The Russians in the news they withdrew from somewhere.
1: Yeah yeah that was good yeah i I
0: think so i don't know
1: yeah i don't i can i can't say i understand i have a great grasp on world politics and exactly what if that means
0: i mean yeah. yeah me neither yeah and uh yeah how are you doing did you have uh something you want to talk about no no just welcome to faith over breakfast and here we are yeah waiting for the waitress to come and get your coffee order
1: yeah. Well, yeah. I'll just say, so here's, here's, I had a hectic day yesterday. You had a
0: hectic day? Hectic. What yeah. was hectic about it?
1: Well, um, hmm. The day, the day. Y- yeah. I mean, do you ever have one of those where you're just, uh, you know, everything feels you're a little perpetually behind and then yeah, extra it's things. It's called Tuesdays, Andy. <laughs> No, 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 no. No, no. This is a whole nother deal. I'm talking about Monday. And uh and then you're like, oh, I gotta get somewhere. Oh, I'm out of gas and I gotta stop. And so there's just the like Yeah and then my daughter, you know, calls me and goes, My computer cord literally snapped off and I can't use my computer. This mm. is why I've been needing a new battery. I'm like, Right, yeah. But so now uh, what do we do? Uh-huh. Um I hear you. You know one of those I feel your pain. And then there's and that's and you know that's just a couple of the things. So so that's
0: Have yeah. I ever had a day like this? No, but You've never had one. No. No, I may have, but my son recently had a day like this that I thought I might I could offer you as con- uh, like a consolation. I don't want it. Okay, never mind. No, I'm just <laughs> And why don't the, you
1: just read me alexander and the not good very bad horrible
0: day or whatever yeah, it is pretty, which he had one of those yeah no you can tell me that, so so know. he he decides to go to target and he makes uh, some weird joke to my wife about how you know he's going to get in an accident or something like that oh. and then turning into target in the he uh accidentally ran into a phone pole and you know ripped off a yeah. bumper on the car so that's that's part one okay. part two is then he goes to school Day or two later, and dumps an entire cup of coffee oh. that he put sugar in his coffee, apparently, or as a sweet drink, all over his brand new laptop. Oh, so then he, so that's bad, you know. The, yeah. Then number three is uh, he has this really cool I don't know if you've seen these things, but they're paper tablets.
1: Oh, I've, I've kind of I've heard it's yeah. like
0: it really tries to imitate paper, but it allows you to digitally yeah. organize everything. Yeah, yeah, that I've was heard. stolen at the U of A from him. And yeah, so then it continues. Then he was having trouble with. uh, He has all of his college paid for, but then they were trying to charge him four thousand dollars. Yeah, and so it's just one of those. He has a series of events where you're like, "Wow, you've just got initiated into adulthood." Yeah, and that's that's, uh, it. All happened at once.
1: So what I hear you saying, my consolation prize is just like welcome to adulthood. With you know, you're saying my son has entered adulthood, which sucks. Yeah, and you're telling me
0: that's just. Well, I feel like well, now... Thanks.
1: Just, That's very pastoral. You, day, right?
0: you're, uh, you. Your your daughter getting her cord ripped off or whatever. I feel yeah. like it's not... You've already experienced everything, and now you yeah. get this moment, at least with her, to experience all of the calamities, the calamities. <laughs> again. Yeah. But yes. you had more calamities, it sounds like. So the laptop was just the beginning of your day.
1: Yeah. No, it, and the gas it, station. Here's, here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing. I
1: say all that. I also just had, had an incredible... Um, so, so my, my favorite part of the day, and this actually, okay.
0: This is Monday.
1: Here's our topic for the, for the day. Topic for the day. What this, these words came out of my mouth. So I was trying to relate to my family why the day was just, just hectic. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of going, you know, and just, "Ah." and then, but then I went, you know, but there's this hour and a half where I was sitting with a guy who's a new believer and we read the Bible together, and I just got. He asked me. Just he had questions. Hearing him think through what something might mean, and me going, "Oh, yeah, you know, I wouldn't even. I didn't think of it that way." You're, it's cool to hear your take on it as a fresh set of eyes. Um, so we just read the first psalm. It's One been of about the best psalms in the whole. Yeah, thing. and and that in was my, my humble opinion. So these words came out of my mouth. I said, that's why I got into ministry, and I want to be doing more of that. And I think maybe my the rest of the day, you know, it was, and it wasn't just ministry stuff, but maybe it helped me see how good that part was. I don't know. But but even even without the rest of the day, even if the rest of the day had gone smooth, that still yeah. is what why I got into ministry and what I wish I was doing more of. So maybe that. Why did we get into ministry? What do we wish we were doing more of? This is a message to our churches, denomination, the world. Here's what. Here's why we did this. What? Here's what we
0: want to do more of. Well, I mean, I'm going to maybe take us down a different road. No, 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 no. This is a good road. road. (laughs) It's parallel to your road. Parallel. Why did I get married? Right. Okay. I was deeply, deeply infatuated, sexually Uh attracted. All these wonderful, lovely things to my wife. And I just wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. It turns out. Yes. The longer I spend with her, like, I got to re- really hard to get that special times with her. You know, because there's all of these other yeah. things. Like, we yeah. produced two image bearers that seem to require a lot of work. And they um, get their stuff stolen. Yeah. And yeah. run into poles. And then, you know, you get yeah. sick. And that there's all these factors that I guarantee you I did not really contemplate.
1: No, of course not.
0: At at 23 or 18 not. when I fell in love with my wife, and I feel the same way about being a pastor. Yeah, like, yeah, no, for I sure. was infatuated with the moments of conversion. I was infatuated with the long conversations with people yeah. about really meaningful and yeah. deep things. And uh, I get all of that, but there's a lot of things. Like today, I was sim- before you got here, I was doing an analysis of, to try to break down how many, like where the children are in age groups and structures in our church. Is this okay? Ooh. Eric just started writing a Word document, yeah. whether he wanted to or not. I think we're good. There we go. Yeah, we're fine. So I'm just doing some analysis. You know, do I like analysis? Yes. Not as much as I, it's, it's a right. it's, it's thing I got to do.
1: Yeah. And I... You know, look, I I get that. I understand and what you're saying. Though. Yeah, I I do, and I I I do. I see. I see all of that. There are necessary things that come along with any any passion of art. Some of it's just maybe the fall to some degree, and some of it is just yeah, like good good things take work and maintenance and and sure. various like thoughtfulness, and it's not all just the. Uh, I don't know, the, there's peaks and valleys, right? Yeah. You've got to accept them all. Um, and I I see that.
0: Yeah, well, and I'm not trying to like get you there. I, I think I got into ministry for many of the same reasons you did. I think when it comes to careers and, and life in your work, you do have to enjoy 30%. of it. Like 30% of your job better be like a real sweet spot or something you can enjoy a lot.
1: Yeah, so let's, let's get at that because I assume – for for others, for for you and I, the that we we have to fight for that thirty percent. And I think what I was thinking about as I even as I think about this week, more early into it, as we record these on Tuesdays early, um, yeah, I I hope there's thirty percent of that, but I'm mm. not positive as yeah. I look <laughs> at it. There there are parts that fit into that when I do. Um, the infused gathering that we do, I very much feel like, yes, like this is, I just, I, I'm like, this is what I, this is why I'm here. This is doing this kind of stuff, that conversation, new believer reading the Bible. Like I want more of that, but I, I suspect the percentage is often lower than 30%. Mm. And that maybe is what I'm
0: grappling with. Yeah. Can I, can I, can I give you a little bit of old person advice? Absolutely. I mean, in in the sense that <laughs> I, I understand where you're at, and the sense of ministry because you're at a place in your life where you see the significant impact you can have, and you, that you're in the middle of building something, both at your church and in your business, and then also in the wider like Christian community that has impact, but it also is in a process. Yeah. And so there is uh, an excitement about the potential and maybe a little bit of burden to building the foundations for those things to happen. Um, Right. And yeah, so I, I think, yes, it's difficult to find sometimes the thing that you really love and enjoy. I will say after, you know, 20 some odd years of planning a church and being in ministry since I was 18 I have gotten to the place where I'm like, well, I do pretty much enjoy all of it. Okay. Um, some, but I have to reset a lot. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a reset um, or I do get overwhelmed and I start thinking, why am I doing this? And so I do, I take a lot of like this coming year will be an interesting sabbatical year for me. Okay. So, and that is resetting. Right. And doing the thing, like saying, okay. I need to actually focus on the thing I really, really enjoy or the things that I really need to get better at. And, and I'm going to have to allow some of the things that you know I'm good at but maybe are, are distracting me to go to the side or allow other people to pick those up so that I can hmm. do those things. Yeah, and I, 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 I flourish in my job when I'm able to be creative, when there's enough time for me to have creative outlet within my church in right. what I'm doing both ministry wise and so yeah i think there's a i think part of it is the analysis if if the if the sitting with new believers and is the thing that you really want to be in ministry about then maybe you got to think about how do i how do i create space for that Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and and um well i mean I, i agree I was just, and it's funny. I was just thinking. I was just doing little like things on my fingers because we have sabbaticals built into our our game plan. I was like, wait, where? When's mine? It's, mm. it's coming up. So I was, uh, I was just kind of counting the years since my last one. Um, those are longer, you know, versus like when we can take breaks. But those are longer sabbaticals. Um, so for you, though, I'm I'm curious. For you, what about? about you what what are the things like if you could list out a few that you go this is why even if they were even if you were misguided
0: yeah well when i first started uh i think for me the thing i really loved was creating spaces where people could worship okay that were different and so i really enjoyed that so when i was able to do that and people would come in and they would experience god in a new way or they would they like oh this is what i've been looking mm-hmm. for all my life i'm like yeah this that the, this is what i'm doing why i'm doing this um to be honest i also did i got into ministry because i i mean i think at its most i don't know if it's selfish but at it's most base thing is i wanted to create a church that i wanted to go to yeah and that, that I, I could invite uh-huh. my friends to but it wasn't a, i want to i a lot of times <laughs> i heard like like with church planters, I'm not making a church for myself. I'm making a church for the people who, who don't have a place. And I'm like, eh, I'm not making a church where I would go and feel willing to have other people yeah. come with me that I know and love. And so that's where I was started, and and I get super excited about is when I really enjoy church yeah. and worshiping God, and it, it's it's connecting to me because then I feel empowered to invite and engage other people. It's interesting you say that because <clears throat> I've I've told people that. And and, th- and this is true.
1: The mission church is not my ideal church. And what I mean by that, it's interesting because it, I actually do love it. And it is my favorite one. And, and it is where I would want to go and invite my friends because I always felt like the church experiences I would have would be, I, I often felt like there's, this wouldn't connect with people I know, love, and I want to see come right. to Jesus. Like that's sure. what was missing. Yeah so it wasn't so much about just my and what I mean when I say that is when people will talk about well I don't really like the music and I'll go you know I like 1990s country and underground rap like find me a church where I get that like that combo like well, where
0: you should be working on that because there's probably a lot of people there probably are there is a whole genre that combines those two you know?
1: I actually hate that genre wow. I don't like them
0: the, I don't the I, country that mixes with the underground rap that's d- interesting the old
1: I would I would want one week to be um, '90s country week and one week to be underground <laughs> hip hop week. Not don't try to <laughs> fuse the two. That would drive me insane. Actually, the genre that puts them together annoys me to all. I, all I figured in. it.
0: Did. My daughter likes it.
1: No, oh, well that's hey, I respect. That's that. That's
0: the only way I know about it is last week she told me about it. I haven't even heard any of it yet. She said she was going to send me a playlist. I'm like, okay, that sounds weird.
1: Hey, enjoy. It's not for me, but. You know that that church. I don't know if I can handle that. Church. Yeah, that's yeah too far. Well, but but, but my point is, <clears throat> I so it's not my exact preferences. <laughs> oh, excuse me. But yes. the thing I love is that we are trying to engage people who aren't used to church. Yeah, and who, and that's what maybe is my ultimate preference in it all. Sure. So sure. it is for me in yeah. that regard.
0: Yeah, I think for me the other thing. Uh, I, I guess I say this a lot. Like, oh, I was driven to create a community both for myself and people who didn't know Jesus they could come. But that's actually not true. I think I have always felt called to just people who are broken and don't have a place. Yeah, I have never been one of those of like, oh, we need to see tons of people come to Christ and we need to. I- I'm really interested in seeing disciples being made and people who yeah. have been broken in bondage to their own brokenness and things that have been done to them or just their poor long choices based yeah. on just their stories and all that to like to have a place of healing and to realize that they have really good things to offer and yeah. they have good things to offer me and I think that's more more important. I get super excited when I see, you know, husbands being husbands and, and yeah. wives being wives and, and learning to parent when they grew up in chaotic homes. And now they're they're creating stability for their children. You know, one of my favorite things to say to people is look at your children and then look at your life And when you were a kid. It's not the same. Look what yeah. you've done. Look what God has, the kingdom of God has done. And that is really powerful moments. And just for me to watch these lovely children who are being parented by kid by parents who grew up in just chaotic spaces in their yeah. lives and really hard spaces. And that's just beautiful to me. Yeah,
1: and I I would assume from knowing you that like some of the work of your parents and and just some of the stories you would hear around that sure. sort of stuff might have instilled some of this in you. But what you tell me though, what what is there like a key like a moment or uh something where you would say that's
0: why that's so deeply ingrained in me or Uh you know, I think from very little and some of this is more in my memory because my mother would tell stories about it but i think from very little i was deeply concerned about the person who was not doing well so the when i was fifth grade and this isn't a big deal but when i was in fifth grade or not fifth grade when i was five kindergarten the first time i played soccer i was the best kid on the field for you know kindergarten (laughs) <laughs> but one of the things that was so distressing uh, to the coaches, and I don't know how it should be, because I've watched you know five-year-olds run around on a soccer team, it, it's, it's chaos that there's no... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I scored a lot of the goals, so I was kind of a little bit better. But any time a kid would fall down, and if I had the soccer ball, I would just kick it and walk over and pick them up. Like I, I had no like killer mm-hmm. instinct. I was more concerned with the opposing team being okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just part of my nature. Like I I don't, I don't like to see people in pain, and mm-hmm. I you know, want to be part of whatever it takes to help them. Yeah. And I think that's always been in my nature. Yeah. No, I can see that. And so that's cool. That's probably why I'm here doing this with you.
1: On yeah. This podcast. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's interesting. I, um, th- that's a part of my nature that like, you know, we should probably, you know, co-pastor or something because I need that in my life. Like, I need, I need people beside me that are more like that because that isn't my strong, natural bent. Um, I see it, I, and I have to, like, work in myself to be like, okay, go help them back up, you know. Um, but my, like, a, a key point that I can look at would be, so my best friend growing up became very disillusioned, skeptical, um, kind of mad at the whole thing and started like, and I, and I think he and I both ended up, we went, we were in Christian middle schools and that's where we got to know each other. And we both went to secular high schools and we both developed friend groups that were not full of Christians. Right. So there's him and then our friend groups. And I actually saw, I got a little taste of something in high school. um, And that was that in my friend group in high school, there was a guy who had a pretty dramatic life-changing experience and became a christian and i was the christian and we were in the same group and his story kind of kind of enlightened something in me to where i kind of came back around and we we saw a movement we saw people in our high school come to christ and consider jesus who we wouldn't have ever expected in our friend group um and it, there actually seemed like something pretty profound happened in in this period of time and some of those people still would be in in the faith, and some, yeah. some may not be. But he, I still consider that that time they were thinking about it. They probably still are. Um, then in my friend's life, he kind of went down the skeptical path, but he and I had some pretty pretty deep interactions around that, and he reengaged with faith and actually ended up becoming a pretty um, – I, I would say he was – influential in the life lives of unbelievers himself because of his own journey. And I, there was a conversation I had with him that was kind of one of those pivotal moments. And it was actually kind of an argument, um, where, where we were able to, I mean, he was, he was kind of belittling me and faith. And I kind of, kind of responded and was like, who, who do you think you are, man? Like, and it was just an interesting thing that ended up with him actually going like, dude, I, I know I need to figure this out. I, 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 I'm just mad, you know? Yeah. So I think I look back on that time, kind of early high school friends, friend group. Yeah. I think I started a church for them really for sure. Right. Like that, that seems like there was something then building in me over the years is like, I want to be back in those circles with, with people in that situation. (laughs) Who don't know Christ, or or are grappling with it, and I want to be a part of that process.
0: So, yeah, yeah, it's cool. And here we are. Here we are. I think there's a I think there's a certain element of tenacity that that brings us to the place, you know, of yeah. being willing to get up and have those crazy Mondays and then move on to the next day. That's true. I think that God is gifted. Swift, with i think you have to if you're going to plant a church you have to just be able to put one foot in front of the other right face the storm know that jesus is in the boat and yeah it's do that, it again do it again man yeah. I, I think and you have to hang on to the stories like you're saying like those stories of the early times when when god moved when you were young yeah you know i was thinking i, I too you know created that kind of church for for the kids that and i hung out with yeah this morning I was talking to Susan and I said, you know, it's really interesting. I had, I have in some ways, been part of it and created a church that is for my two friends, my yeah. two best friends, who didn't like each other and couldn't really get along, <laughs> and so we never hung out together. Yeah. And now I create a community where they both come to, and <laughs> they yeah. struggle to get along with each other because wow. they're so very different. Yeah. Um, they have, but they have things in common. They were both bright. Yeah. They both liked you know board games, which is what I kind of. have was my yeah. hobby even then. So, but they didn't, we never played board games together. Hmm. Ever. <laughs> they were my best friends. I hung out with them all the time. Yeah. Just not together. Yeah. But it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. You, you're you influenced by what God does in your life as a teenager and it yeah. shapes you. I think maybe your call springs up out of your teenage life. I wonder how often, often. that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting to hear your yeah. stories that way. Well, yeah. There you go. There you go, man. I Thank gotta... you for uh, Faith Over Breakfast podcast. Hey, you got it. Yeah, love Thanks. it. Thanks for being here. You've been listening to Faith Over Breakfast with Pastor Eric Siepen and Pastor Andy Littleton. Please share us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you.